0: Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. There's a 1994 American comedy film starring Jim Carrey as Ace Ventura. A pet detective who is tasked with finding the abducted dolphin mascot of the Miami Dolphins football team. The film was directed by Tom Shadiak, who wrote the screenplay with Jim Jack Bernstein and Jim Carrey. It co stars Courtney Cox, Tone Loke. Remember Tone Loke, Brad? Remember Tone Loke? Was he I mean,
1: um, Funky Cold Medina? Yeah. Funky Cold Medina. Yeah. Do go on.
0: Short, Sean Young is in this from Dane. Oh, oh, my goodness. The pedigree. The pedigree of this film. And uh, Dan Marino, former uh, then Miami Dolphins quarterback, and uh, features a cameo appearance from the death metal band Cannibal Corpse uh the morgan creek productions produced the film on a budget of 15 million and warner brothers released the film in february 94 it grossed 72 million dollars in the united states and canada and uh 107 million worldwide that's wonderful it receives mixed reviews from critics and Carrie's performance led to the film having a cult following among male adolescents. Did you want to say something, Brad?
1: I was going to say it spawned a sequel as well, right? Yeah, a Ace sequel Ventura. and
0: a... When Nature Calls. Yep, yeah, and an animated television series.
1: Oh, that one
0: passed me by. And a made-for-television sequel, Ace Ventura. Jr., Ace Ventura Jr. Pet Detective. Little kitty in it.
1: Things I need to look up. Or maybe it's not worth looking up. Is it like the other Jim Carrey sequels that don't have Jim Carrey in it, like um, The Son of Mask?
0: Yeah, it's completely terrible, apparently. Mm. Completely terrible. I um, got a little fat kid to play Jim Carrey in the Ah. film.
1: Well, I'm sure that's not problematic.
0: No, I probably shouldn't have called him a fat kid either.
1: Wow! Well, but
0: he I knows what he is.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think it's. I think it's come full circle, and you can fat shame again now because it's to do with, um, being healthy or something. I don't know. I it's, could be wrong. It,
0: it started a, a, a young fellow who was very body positive. That's the ah,
1: best yes. way to
0: put it, isn't it? Body very positive.
1: cake. He was very cake positive.
0: Hmm they were very progressive back then. They hired fat children.
1: Um, fat children, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yes. Of. Uh so years after its release, which would probably be now, <laughs> Ace Ventura Pet <laughs> Detective received criticism for its portrayal of a transgender character. I thought we were oh, getting goodness. into this. Well, I've got it written down and I read it. Okay. Uh we can skim over it. Sure. Uh, Roger Ebert, reviewing for the Chicago Sun-Times, said, I found the movie a long, unfunny slog through an impenetrable plot. What a dickhead. So, Brad, Mm. obviously, we were young fellas when this came out.
1: Mm. Look, Mm. I remember, as we do, we share our memories on things that we're reviewing and I remember this back in the day, you had to see it, you know, all the kids in the schoolyard when we we had shared movie going experiences and if you missed out, you were the loser that was shunned from society, so you had to go and see things like Ace Ventura and uh, Milo and Otis and Last
0: of the Mohicans. So- well, I don't know about Milo and Otis. <laughs> I don't think that was like the cool kids movie. Brad, I think you're in a different scene.
1: So, Row, you were obviously in the shun circle. Milo and Otis. The kitty falls in the river. and floats away, and the dog chases him. And yeah, I've heard what you're not supposed to look into the behind the scenes of how Milo and Otis was filmed. Um, but I've never actually gone and done it myself. I've heard rumours of the director, like. Breaking
0: cats' legs and stuff to get the shot he needed. Well, they didn't have CGI back then, so they, no. they just threw dogs off buildings and mm. cats under cars. That's how they did it.
1: Yeah. Well, when you you got a budget, you got to stick
0: to. Mm. What's one? They cat's didn't leg. have. They didn't have animals' rights back then, did they? They. Mm.
1: Anyway, yeah. uh, as Ventura saw it as a as a youngin. Loved it. I think it, to be fair, it it shaped a lot of my humorous personality. You know, it was it was new, it was fresh. Jim Carrey was on point and over the top, and that's what we all needed in the early to mid-90s. And I I found it a delight at the time. And spoiler mm. alert, upon re-watching mm. this, I enjoyed it again. I found it I hadn't really watched it since back then. I'd always remembered it fondly. And then going back, it was just a joy of rush of nostalgia and great jokes that I already knew were coming. And I still sniggered. Not many out loud laughs, I think, on the rewatch. But that's mainly because you knew it was coming apart from the uh, mental hospital scene, that whole thing. I was I was making some noise. It's still funny, still classic. You spit me in there, coach. <laughs> I can do. It.
0: <laughs>
1: it's brilliant. That's what I thought. What, how was your rewatch?
0: Uh, I, I agree with what you said about the early part. Back then, um, I think I said already. Then, for years after watching this movie, Alrighty then already. <laughs> um yeah it's very quotable um i remember i was a little bit blown away when i first saw this because it was so outrageous we hadn't really i don't know if we really seen anything like jim carrey before like he was uh, he was a monster hit wasn't he he was so popular back then
1: yeah you could do no wrong he was getting 20 million a movie and stuff right
0: It was like, you know, Mike Myers and Austin Powers. Yeah. It was Jim Carrey and Mike Mount Myers. It was pretty much everyone just created that all the time. And it was yeah. it was everybody. Um,
1: I think he, yeah, Jim Carrey was like, he was like the sun coming out on the scene. You know, everything was him. I remember all the award shows, like the MTV Movie Awards, when he was going to win a prize. It was always a big thing, and he, you know, he he put on some shows for his speeches. I remember. Do you remember the one where he dressed up as, um, like a Jim Morrison type character, and got up and <laughs> won his MTV Movie Award? Is that no. to you? Oh, mate, you? I, I that. think
0: it's brilliant. I think I've seen it. If I see it, I'd remember it. But yeah, let it roll, let it roll. Yeah. Anyway, I saw recently. um he he jim carrey came out and he was uh very negative about will smith slapping chris rock
1: oh yeah 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 on the
0: oscars yeah, sure. and so then they dragged out footage of jim carrey from 20 years ago where he accepted an award he walked on stage and he planted a kiss on alicia silverstone
1: hmm.
0: and so they were saying but he's guilty of sexual assault
1: <laughs> oh dear
0: yeah, Different and, times. Uh, I mean,
1: we all wanted to kiss Alicia Silverstone back then. She's probably begging for kisses these days. You know, where, what's she been in lately?
0: I don't know, but she had a period there where she was like hot as the sun and then yeah. we didn't see her anymore.
1: No, that's it. I mean, she did like, uh, what was her breakout film? It was Clueless, right? And I guess some Aerosmith uh, she
0: videos. Was in, she was in the Aerosmith video first with Liv Tyler. Yeah, yeah, and then it was Clueless, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel like she started in the music videos, went into Clueless, but then I remember her doing something with Brendan Fraser, Blast from the Past, where he came out of the bunker or something, and that was the last thing. Excuse me, that was the last thing I think I saw her in, and now she's just. Oof. I think what happened is she got bad plastic surgery. Forever. Oh, she wasn't Batman forever yet. She was in there that and then girl. she did plastic surgery and became changed her name to Reese Witherspoon.
0: I don't think that's what's happened. I think I there's actually another I person named Reese Witherspoon.
1: No, that seems imp- preposterous. It seems ridiculous. I don't know why you'd even suggest such a silly thing. Who'd name their Female child Reese with a spoon. Just sounds made up.
0: Uh, She kind of had duck
1: lips, (laughs) right? Alicia duck lips. Mm. Okay,
0: well, the other one, no, Reese Witherspoon kind of had duck lips. She did, but if
1: you were going up to accept an award, Mm. you had Alicia Silverstone, and then you had Ace Ventura era Courtney Cox not much older than masters of the universe courtney cox and they both said mm. you you have our permission you you know you can uh choose which one of us you're going to snog and by snog ladies and gentlemen i mean uh, lip to lip sexually assault yeah. Well, no, because because there's consent, so it's not sexual assault. They've they've handed you a form, a signed uh, form that says, "We consent to this sexual assault." assault. Sexu- we, yeah, and they consent uh, to the sexual assault. Well, then it's not an assault, mean, is it? I guess it's just. Uh,
0: I want to role play a little. <laughs> okay, all right. Pretend uh, I'm a burglar, Alicia. I'm a burglar. Okay. And you're yeah. studying for your exams. Your midterms. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then right you realize there. I'm your professor. Yeah.
1: And then because Courtney Cox is there help, helping you study. So. She's pro- the French maid who's, Pref-
0: who's overstayed her, her visa. Eh, no. I'm also a professor of immigration.
1: Okay. So yeah. you're there checking green cards of your students dressed as a in a battle, battle glover. Yes. And uh, Courtney Cox, not Master of the Universe era or Friends era Courtney Cox, but Ace Ventura era Courtney Cox.
0: Can she be dancing just, in the dark Courtney Cox?
1: No, no. See, that's that's Master of the Universe era Courtney Cox, and they're all very different looks. If, mm. you, if, you, if you line them all up next to each other, there is defined eras of Courtney Cox, even post Friends and into today, right? At least every five years – the alien skin doesn't work the same. So
0: Dancing got a in the Dark, Courtney Cox, is the youngest Courtney Cox I'm aware of. You sure, that was, a, that, was, that,
1: was a, that was around the same time as Masters of the Universe. But that's, that Courtney Cox is not part of this discussion, Dan. So put childlike Courtney Cox behind you mm. and uh, Ace Ventura Courtney Cox. So mm. first round of... Plastic surgery, boobs, maybe a little bit of face work, and an odd haircut, right? Mm, yeah, and
0: penetrating and blue eyes.
1: Penetrating blue eyes. And what area? What era, Alicia? Are we looking at here? Are we going clueless, or Batman Forever?
0: Uh oh, oh, definitely. Oh, oh, tough. She's in the. She's a schoolgirl dressed in a batgirl outfit.
1: Okay, so she's essentially from Batman forever, right okay, so to to quickly yeah. wrap up the segment, uh which one are you selecting to burgle slash consensually sexually assault?
0: Well, because it's not dancing in the dark, Courtney Cox. It, it's yeah, I told you to put her to out of your be. mind. No, just let her go.
1: She's gone. Yeah,
0: yeah, but I can't, bro. She's gone. she's not there, so she's it's not really relevant, is it? It's got the I've got the slightly older Courtney Cox, so it's not really working for me.
1: That's right. Like, sand this is, through the hourglass.
0: This is Alicia Stone, Silver Stone from Batman Forever, walking down the stairs in her schoolgirl outfit.
1: Sure.
0: Yes, it's definitely a sexual assault for me.
1: Well, no, that's not what I'm asking. I'm asking which one would you... She,
0: she's not going to get into college without me. Sorry, Her whole life you... is riding on yeah. this, Brad.
1: Yeah, 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 so you're going you're with Alicia. not taking it seriously. Yes, well, I'm, I'm asking the... Alicia or Courtney, and you're, you're telling me you're just... There's a sexual assault happening.
0: Her whole school career is riding on this, Brad. Okay. You're not taking your education seriously. You sure. Sure. This is a selfless act, and, and you're treating me like a criminal.
1: You're the one who keeps using the wrong terminology. I just wanted you to go up and have a sweet, delicate pick on the cheek. Here's you, like, putting fingers I in.
0: <laughs> I didn't say anything about that. I mean, I'd probably just leave your head on the stairs.
1: Uh-huh. Right. Um, I believe this was a um, a movie episode. Uh, what what film were we discussing this evening?
0: You're gonna I, tell me uh, when we start recording. <laughs> uh,
1: this is just for the police transcript.
0: Yeah. I didn't uh, go through with it. I just wrote it down a few times. It's
1: <laughs> just a hypothetical. <laughs> just yeah. a few rewrites, a few edits. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, it's in a big black binder labelled The Plan, but.
0: <laughs> yeah, that doesn't anyway. mean anything.
1: No, and she did disappear a few years ago. Pretty,
0: I think that last time I, well, the
1: last time Allegedly, Brad. Allegedly. there's body, firm, there, there's no crime. Mm, the last time uh, I saw Alicia Silverstone in a film, I think sort of coincided with your American holiday, didn't it? i just, oh, oh, now that I think about it, the coincidences are just. I'm putting, on my wall, I have red string going between lots of photos and your face is in the middle. And there's dancing Mm. in the dark, Courtney Cox over there with no red string going to her. And then there's Alicia Silverstone with all the strings leading to her. Yeah. And, And Joshua Tree National Park, that's all I got.
0: Um. I might have something to confess. But, um,
1: is it that you like Dan Marina?
0: We'll wait till I start recording, and then I'll tell you all about it. Then. Nice. We don't have to do Perfect. it twice. Um,
1: uh, do you have, you know, is this, right. is this peak Jim Carrey? Is this, your fav- is this as good as Jim Carrey gets, Ace Ventura, or has he done better?
0: Uh, on re this, there wasn't much to it, to be honest. Like, there was a couple of, <laughs> kind of soft laughs here and there, uh-huh.
1: but uh-huh.
0: quite often it's sort of dull by the halfway point. I'm sort of drifting out of it. And the ending I kind of find it never really worked for me, to be honest. The ending didn't work back then and it didn't really work for me now.
1: Yeah. Um, it's like a skit. I mean, it's, it's kind of like you mentioned Mike Myers earlier. It's It's a skit idea that has been like, you know, essentially let's put this cartoonish character, you know, whether it's um, Wayne Campbell or Austin Powers, Ace Mm. Ventura, The Mask, let's put this cartoonish character in the real world and come up with a bunch of scenarios, right, and slap a featherweight plot in the middle. Mm. And I think, as you say on the rewatch, there's jokes there that I think still hit, that are still Mm. genius, like the... uh, when the guy dies and he gets thrown off the balcony and, and Ace goes into the, you know, all the police, they're doing their police work and they're saying, oh, oh, oh you can't, couldn't solve with the case. And then he breaks it down and he goes out and he grabs the, uh, you know, there's no way that lady across the hall could hear him scream as he fell off the balcony. And they're like, oh, why? You know, how'd you come up with that? And he does the whole uh, soundproof glass sliding door. Mm-hmm. I think that... That's comedic gold, right? You could have done that in a skit and it works. Could have been in any other comedy movie or a Mel Brooks movie. You know, it's that kind of, that's funny.
0: It's a really good character moment. It shows that he's actually really good at what he's doing. He's showing up the police, you know, and it, it all works comedically. That's a good
1: scene. Yeah, so use a brilliant comedy moment to, as you say, develop character. Boom. Great. Genius. And then the whole insane asylum, like I said earlier, that's, that's golden They the play it forward and then reverse scene tears in my eyes you know like it's still funny just purely because of how animated Jim Carrey is that motherfucker could be funny
0: right he's got all the energy in the world he's giving it everything he's got captain and
1: uh, so much cocaine he's just mm. snorting the floor dry
0: Right. I enjoy the opening of the film when he's like breaking the box on the way to the guy's door. Oh, yeah, I it's, yeah, a good, just, it's a great opening. Yeah. Stuck and in he the swipes elevator. the dog. Um, mm. I think the dinner parties. uh got some funny stuff in there when he's um, got the Mission Impossible thing going, and he's like swinging across walls, and he's you know, an inch above the mm. ground. Yeah,
1: I thought that was brilliant. That was um, yeah, I was just I was smirking hard. The over exaggeration of Something that you've seen a million times in a hundred other movies, and it just yeah ma- makes it look like you know you're a five year old kid playing Mission Impossible, but he's an adult, and that's yeah. funny.
0: Yeah, and he's actually getting further than everybody else. Yeah, it's doing good.
1: And so, and like I mean, there's also I think I've spoken to you about this before, but this is what we do. Um, this there's subtle humour in there as well that is golden like at that dinner party where he's just walked in with Courtney Cox it's a real classy affair he's not very classy they talk to the guy that's running it or whatever and then they they move on and it's like string quartets are playing and they walk past the string quartet and playing this beautiful music and uh Ace Ventura just sort of grabs the violinist's arm as he walked
0: past and pulls it and <laughs> carries a <them> walking by <laughs> like yeah. I think that's so, the best gut joke in the movie, I think. It's a nice it's something, little moment you weren't expecting.
1: That's it. And it's funny because it's something that everybody secretly wants to do in the back of their mind. Just, oh, fuck those string quartet players. They're too perfect. wonder what would happen if I just, you know, bump that dude's arm. And they're mm. doing the film. That's great. Yeah, but as I think you're right. The first half is the best. It's the character doing his thing. And then when it gets too far into The Detective and he goes looking for Ray Finkel and stuff, yeah, you're right. I, I kind of drifted off there as well. Mm. Um,
0: what I found really interesting is actually the story of the director, Tom Shadiak. Mm. He had um, huge hit movies. He had this movie. He had uh, Bruce Almighty and Evan Almighty, and he did Liar Liar and a whole bunch of hit films. He was
1: huge. Well, they're all Jim Carrey films. So, is it Jim Carrey or is it the director? Well, it's the team.
0: It's the yeah, team.
1: Yeah. It's the A
0: team. So they had all these huge hit films. He walked away because he walked away from Hollywood because he had a bicycle accident. He hit his head, and uh, he started getting a ringing in his ears that wouldn't stop. And he ended up sleeping in his closet. And. Hmm. Um, um, uh, with with this ringing in his ears, that was very really painful. He couldn't get it to stop. He ended up uh, giving away, uh, you know, he sold a huge house and he gave away most of his money and he works as a university professor now teaching film school and he writes books about um, um, kind of the evils of materialism and and about just having a happy life without all the extra stuff on top.
1: Well, I mean, you, that, uh, what not Jim Carrey gone a bit down the crazy alley lately as well, Grown his big beard and getting rid of it's materialism. Like some, and...
0: some kind of existential crisis where he, I don't know if he's mm. joking or serious sometimes, but he gets very profound about none of us exists and we're a moment in the universe yeah. and blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah, I mean, we all have those moments, I suppose. Do you think the two of them had anything to do with Alicia Steelstone's, uh disappearance? I
0: don't know, but didn't a girlfriend of Jim Carrey's die and he was sued for some kind of wrongful partner? That, I don't know if the, you know, I don't really know what happened, but he yeah. got into a bit of trouble for a while.
1: Okay, well, I don't remember that. We shouldn't talk about it or will be liable for a lawsuit. Probably. Probably. Seems like a litigious kind of guy. Like, what's he doing now? Sonic the Hedgehog 2?
0: Oh, Jesus. So, yeah, he's hit that stage of the career. Yeah. But one, the Sonic video. the Hedgehog 1 was like a big hit there?
1: Was it? Mm. Well, what do I know then? I guess maybe he's just banking it, taking those I checks thought- to the bank of
0: carry. I've heard it was a big hit. Yeah, I don't know how seriously I can Talk to take people when they talk About their existential crises And then they're starring in Sonic the Hedgehog For 10 million or whatever
1: Yeah I wonder what he does get paid per film now You know at his peak 20 mil man That's You could do, I mean 20 mil You could do
0: more one than us, <laughs> More than us Brad More than one film and he's done more than us In our entire lives I imagine
1: You mean this week Yeah Aren't you getting those podcast royalty checks anymore?
0: Well, I was trying to be humble for Mm. the peasants who listen to us.
1: Humble gets you nowhere. Peasants.
0: Peasants. Um, So anyway, on IMDB, have a guess what they rated it. Your favourite number, Brad. Six. Close. (laughs) <laughs> Add to it. Uh, seven. A little lower. Close. You know, think of a number that would abuse you. Put Six a decimal a point between it. Oh, inches. For, would that make you laugh? 6.9. Six, hey, how'd you guess? 69, dude. Yeah, 6.9 on IMDb. Someone gave it a 9 and said, sure, this is a cheeseball comedy, but Jim Carrey makes it memorable. Hmm. Uh, I got another nine. Someone says, What's a movie like this doing with a rating of 63%? Uh, someone gave it a four and said, Believe it or not, this was a hit movie. And someone gave it a one and said, Jim Carrey proves you are what you imitate. I guess that means a dork.
1: Okay. A dork with 20 in his pocket.
0: I think it's over 100. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, If you were to double feature this With Mm. another film As a recommendation to our wonderful audience Don't make as much money as us But uh, we we forgive you
1: Yeah well they'd be interested In what us rich folk recommend
0: Up in the the, the, ivory tower (laughs) What are we watching
1: Uh, On our 700 inch screen (laughs) Um, I mean the obvious double features: *Ace Ventura* when nature calls, right? Bam, bam, one, two. And I'd, I would recommend that film. I think it actually, overall, is funnier than the first one. When nature calls, it's, it's hard to beat the scene of Jim Carrey crawling out of the asshole of a rubber rhinoceros. That's mm-hmm. top tier cinema. Hard to be Have beaten. You seen-
0: that Sasha Baron Cohen film, Bigsby. No,
1: nah, I don't like his stuff. eh?
0: He's in a. Uh, in an elephant's asshole or something, and another elephant jumps on behind, so it's rooting it, and he gets covered in mm. jizz. See, that's delightful. That's a funny scene. Possibly that tops it.
1: Well, I don't I know. F- I like my humour slightly cleaner. You know, like I just like I like the jizz to happen off screen. You know, it's like a good horror movie kill. <laughs> it's what you don't see that makes it horrible.
0: You know? You know? It's pretty horrible anyway. when you actually see it. You know, if you, get, if you saw an elephant jizzle over you, you, you wouldn't go, mm. that's disappointing. I wish it's, I didn't I mean, see that. That would have been more horrifying if I didn't see it coming.
1: It is, is it as entertaining as watching, uh, oh, God, what's his name? Green. What's his name? Comedian jerking off the horse, and Freddie got fingered.
0: Oh, Tom Green! Tom Green, that's it. Yeah, that's I found that film. romantic. Huh. Well you would, wouldn't you? Anyway, okay. so favorite not, uh, I rewatch not, uh, it
1: every day. When nature calls, uh, I'm gonna mix it up. I still gonna stick with Jim Carrey, but I'm gonna throw one of his not completely serious, but also worth a watch. Did we do an episode on this? Oh, no, the Truman Show. So Ace Ventura. Yeah, we've done Truman Show. Yeah. And the Truman Show. So go and check out that episode.
0: you uh, are you picking? You've done two. No,
1: no. I said the obvious choice would be Ace Ventura 2, but I didn't say that was my choice. I'm fucking stretching this episode out. I mean, we spent 20 Still minutes going? talking about Courtney Cox. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we're, we're, we're 29 show. minutes now, bro. Jesus. Perf-
1: fucking perfect timing. What a couple of fucking professionals we are. Um, So, yes, The Truman Show. Shut up. You go. What are you double featuring it with?
0: Yes, man. Yes, man. Yeah, yes, man. You sing yes, yes, man? Zoe Deschanel's in it with uh, Jim Carrey, and ah, he's, he's in a bank.
1: Oh. And- yeah, the ultimate pixie dream girl. Ugh.
0: God, I'd cut her head off and leave it on the stairs.
1: <laughs> mm. With with some fucking elephant jizz. Oh, perfect.
0: Yeah. All right. That's a good thought. Cool. I might need to have a little rest break now. But um Yeah, you got me thinking.
1: Okay. As long as it's not, not. about dancing in the dark, Courtney Cox, because she Oh, you've ruined it. I mean, you've got to have Springsteen doing the two-step next to her as well.
0: Penis just you. slid down my leg, Brad. All flaccid.
1: Oh. On that note, <laughs> I'm out.
0: Oh, what are we Everybody. rating? It? I'm, getting, I'm giving oh, it five. Out of, I'm going to give it five scissors and an elephant's oh. bum out of ten. Five,
1: man. Look, it's ace ventura. I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it seven and a half sidestepping Courtney Coxes. Yeah. Fair enough. Out of enough. out of ten. Yeah. All right, we'll end it there. That was good.